0: here we are live we have a lot to discuss today as far as football goes i think we're going to rip the two new york teams because they really have to start winning some games because it looks like the season's already over
1: <laughs> start winning yeah you ain't kidding dude what is this this is week this is week four we're already mm-hmm. talking about next season ah, man <laughs> who's getting fired what does this team have to do in the offseason who are they going to sign uh it's a never ending tradition here, man. It's, it's, it's only just a matter of what week does it actually end
0: for both of teams?
1: Yeah. It's like, which week does it actually end? Is it week three? Is it week five? Is it week 10? You know, like it, there's never any discussion about, Oh, I can't wait for January because that's when the playoffs start. Or are we actually going to have meaningful December games? No, <laughs> there never is. I mean, last year, Last year, the Giants, off the fact that their division was just horrible, really played meaningful December games.
0: They did.
1: And they were a Washington loss away from winning the NFC East, but that was just a matter of the the entire division being hot garbage. Uh, And and the Eagles
0: basically screwing them.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. So, but this season is much different. The Cowboys are a ten times better team. I think they're they're the best team in the NFC East. One of the better teams in the actual conference. So that's why we sit here, man, in Week Four, and the Giant season is pretty much kaput unless they go on some magical run here. So, and they're not really um they're not really going to be having a field day this this time around, dude. They're in New Orleans taking on famous Jameis and the uh, in the Saints in the dark. so you, you know like I, I know that Drew Brees is no longer there anymore but there's just that spirit in New Orleans and that in that stadium that teams hate playing in and I know from experience with the Giants going to New Orleans dude it's like a bloodbath so, they
0: always lose to the Saints
1: <laughs> yeah there was one game this had to have been like 3 years ago, 3 or 4. Are we talking years about
0: what, this high scoring game when they the Saints yeah. won
1: in a field goal? I remember this. Where they I think both teams like scored like 50 points or something. Like over over 50 points like and the Giants just had an awful defense. I think this was before the Giants remember that big spending spree they had.
0: Mhm. Now was this the spending spree for the defense? yeah yeah this this was that's right so
1: this had to have been 2015 (laughs) when that game happened so that was oh geez man like it's more like that was like that was like six years ago come to think of it so yeah it's been horrible memories in that in in that stadium horrible horrible memories so giant saints at one o'clock um they're going to they're going they're going to be zero and four and Most after likely. this, and after this stretch, dude, uh, this is just an absolute. It's oh my goodness, dude. Do you know the Giants' schedule after, after the Saints?
0: What 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 is the schedule? I don't it know off is, the top of my head.
1: It is a firing squad, dude. Next week, they're on some, They're on um, next week. They go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Then the week after that, they play the Rams at home, oh boy. Then they play Sam Darnold and and the Panthers week after that. Um, Then after that, on November 1st, they go to Kansas State to take on the Chiefs. Oh my goodness. And then they play the Raiders. And then they go to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. And then after that, they play the Eagles. So they don't get a really like a break in terms of like great teams until 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 Thanksgiving weekend. And then Thanksgiving weekend, you got the Eagles then you got the Dolphins. And then you play the Chargers in Los Angeles. And then you end off the year with Cowboys, Eagles, and then Bears and then Washington to end the season. Dude, this, you know. Oh, my goodness. You're talking about at most like two wins there. I mean are you kidding me man are you kidding me two and 15 on your quarterback's third season on your head coach's second season are and, you
0: and me? forget to mention here the quarterback has been performing well
1: and that's an even big cluster you know what because at least if he was playing horrible then we could have just then we could just make it make it an easy decision here like oh yeah goodbye
0: like we did with darnold no. <laughs>
1: I think Sam was just in a a different case, though. I'm happy, though, that Jones has been performing to the best of his ability with a pretty bad offensive line. He hasn't been really um, suited well when it comes to these injuries, man. He lost two starting receivers last week. His starting center broke his leg two weeks ago. Probably their defensive captain and Blake Martinez goes down uh, with a torn ACL. They've been ravaged. That's
0: your worst injury this far.
1: They've been ravaged. And like I said, man, the schedule is just merciless after this until Thanksgiving, dude. Thanksgiving. This is the first week of October. They could easily, easily be a top two team in terms of like the draft next year.
0: I get I the, pick jets, the, pick. the jets and giants are definitely fighting for that first pick
1: <laughs> it's gonna be now in this early going in college i still haven't really seen who's who's leading you know the like the the um the, the quarterback chase yeah return quarterbacks you know so i'll have to look into that but we won't really know until, like, maybe a couple more weeks in, into the college season.
0: We, we usually don't know 100% until November. That's when the, the storm and the noise starts to get sparked up here and which to the point where, oh, th- this is the top quarterback. I think around November is when we really find out who is the and, top candidate.
1: And Talk about big shakeups yesterday in terms of college, dude. Number three, Oregon lost to Stanford yesterday. I saw that, the uh,
0: highlights on ESPN.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Notre Dame lost to um uh, Cincinnati. That was a big. That was a big game. I think um, who? I think Kentucky beat beat Florida, so that was big too. That that's a top ten team right there. Penn State kept winning. They beat they, they beat Indiana yesterday. They shut them out. So they're still in in the top four. There's a big game next week with Penn State. Dude, they're playing Iowa, which is probably their biggest game of the season. It's that game is going to determine whether they make the playoff or not. That's mm-hmm. just me. And that's how college is, which is why, which is why people love college, dude. Like things switch on a dime. You can have one loss in like October and then your season will be, will be like completely done. So it's just a different landscape than, than um, the NFL.
0: You're right. But I uh, think we should but, get into the gang green.
1: The gang yeah, man. Green. We got, um, uh, Jets and Titans. Titans are only favored by six points. You know why? But it
0: still doesn't matter to me. AJ Brown and Julio Jones are both out this game. But the the Jets are going to find a way to lose today. You know it.
1: See, I knew that AJ Brown was out, but I did not know that Julio was out too. I—that's news to me. They're going to find a way to lose. You know it. That's two big receivers gone for Tennessee. I mean, they could just give the ball to Derrick Henry all (laughs) game. I don't know who's stopping him. Like. Uh The Jets have their fair share of injuries. You know, Marcus McKay May is going out. down. Marcus May is down. So there's your top secondary guy, guy that leads the guy that leads the backfield,
0: and which he'll probably be traded in three to five weeks because that's going to be the trade deadline.
1: Well, yeah, that's his agent's game. That's his goal right there. Yeah. <laughs> I love these agents. They they're like, yeah. Well, There's nothing good here. We want to get out of here as quickly as we can. He'll be back in time for the trade deadline. Yeah, (laughs) get your offers ready. Like, start calling, start calling, start calling the 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 other GMs. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what, dude? It's worked out. Look at a guy like uh, Steve McClendon. See, McClendon got traded to Tampa Bay. Got a ring. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's what happens. You leave the Jets,
1: you get a ring. I think Marcus May. I would be surprised if Marcus May looked at looked at Steve McClendon and was like. I want to be that guy. Like why should I why should I be wasting my talents here in this absolute dis- dis- disgusting dumpster fire when you could trade me to A Kansas City contender. or hell, the Raiders or even Tampa Bay. You know Tampa Bay just just picked up um uh, Sherman. Sherman. He's not playing tonight though. He's he still needs to get in game shape. But Marcus May could look at teams like that and be like the hell am i doing here call up his agent be like hey you know i i I want out of here like you know what and weren't you the one that told me that you weren't that you would have been surprised if he's just being put on put on ir just to be like just to like wait it out until Mm -hmm. until the deadline
0: yeah i feel as though that he just faked his his legs fresh yeah (laughs) i i feel as though that's what happened because you know what man it's the same thing every year with this team. You could change the coach. You could change the players. You could change whatever, draft whoever, sign whoever. Yeah, you could
1: change the freaking uniforms too.
0: Yeah, you could change the uniforms, but it's the same old Jets every year. Every year. this is, There's no difference from this team last year and the team four years ago than there is now. Mistakes left and right no time for the quarterback to make plays even though you know there's been time that Darnold has had time to make plays and you know we we killed him but apparently he's a good quarterback and now that that we're seeing him perform well and I'm not going to eat the crow yet let's see him make the playoffs and actually perform this consistent the week jets, in week out
1: the jets have scored 20 points all season 14 in week 1 they scored six in the last two they got shut out badly by Denver last week which which was just a drubbing, but we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: They never play well against Denver. Denver usually shuts them out. They shut them out the last time we played
1: Denver. Do you remember that game? Yeah, I remember that. But that was a season where you wanted the Jets to like start losing, and they almost <laughs> gave it away. A- <laughs> well, well,
0: wait. Well, no, no. This was the Todd Bowls year. Remember when Todd Bowles had the didn't even have the team prepared against Denver because Denver just blew them out, and that oh, was that was
1: every week. Yeah, well, let alone, let alone the Denver game. That was every week.
0: Yeah, that pretty much. And then we get into the Jets. Can we kill this guy, Greg Van Roten, who you call Greg Van Roten? Can Greg we get Van into this Rotten. guy? How about this guy after the game throwing Zach Wilson, his rookie quarterback, under the bus for saying he needs to really, get the ball out quicker?
1: I get his sentiment, man, because Van Roten has been in the league for a while. And he just wants to like give advice to his quarterback with some tough love, which is, you know, that's just, that's just the football style, tough love. But mind you, this guy, Greg Van Rotten is the, is the statistically one of the worst offensive linemen in football, like statistically, this isn't even an opinion. This is fact. (laughs) He's rated (laughs) like one of the lowest offensive linemen in football. And he's coming out here telling a rookie, that in order to survive in this league, you gotta get you gotta get rid of the ball. It's like hey, Greg; he would gladly want to get get rid of the ball if you'd give him more time to throw it, <laughs> dumbass. Like he
0: didn't let up all these sacks on the guy. Jeez, they don't even give him. Time. I think that what's the time? I think it's one point seven seconds. Is that the time frame that Zach Wilson? Has? I'm not. Looking,
1: I'm not. Looking, I'm not looking at that staff, but that does sound pretty realistic for this Jet team. Uh you know what, dude. It's the youngest roster in football, and like, there's a lot of growing pains happening.
0: Or, or how about when when Van Rotten, as you call him, says that these these are some invaluable reps that he's getting,
1: like he's his coach. And he said what invaluable reps?
0: Yeah, these are some uh, uninvaluable, or the word invaluable. Yeah, invaluable. So so he's basically
1: saying that like Zach is like is like not like is is like not gaining anything mm-hmm. from from doing this of course he's not of course he's not like but it's not his fault yeah exactly it's not his fault man you know joe burrow the difference is he here's the thing about the like offensive line in football like look at joe b joe burrow in week one he beat the vikings in overtime had two touchdown passes you know, like these, and he's his team is currently two and one, and they just won on Thursday night against the Jaguars. So they've against been Trevor you know, Lawrence. It's Trevor Lawrence, yeah. So, like, offensive line makes a difference. Having playmakers makes a difference. You think that Zach Wilson has Jamar Chase?
0: No, no. And, and, let, and let's talk about the overrated receivers that the Jets have Elijah Moore, who was supposed to be this great star out of Ole Miss and he was performing well in camp like a a top number one receiver which he's failed thus far and let's talk about Corey Davis the overrated garbage Corey Davis who has gotten just uh, an insane amount of praise for no reason because this guy all he does is drop big passes he hasn't performed well since the first week in which he's in which he scored two touchdowns and and if and if I can recall he had some big drops in that game too
1: I just want to look up Elijah Moore's like numbers, how how he's been doing this season, if I could even find his friggin' thing.
0: And what happened to Denzel Mims? This is a guy who was highly praised last year, and then all of a sudden, he's just thrown into the the IR or the, the practice squad. I heard that he's actually going to be starting today, but well, you know of- what
1: happened? Like, see, if you're not like a if you're not like a quote unquote starter in terms of like receivers then you have to play a role on like on like um special teams and the problem was that denzel mims wasn't like he didn't understand the playbook for special teams like he wasn't like he wasn't like being included in special teams so he wasn't getting on the field no but that's a but but that's a second round draft pick, man. Like, I don't like, I, I, I don't know why he's even being put down in special teams. This guy needs to be put on like, on like the same level as like a, as like a Keelan Cole.
0: Who's done absolutely nothing this season. Like as that's well. your,
1: like, like that's your homegrown guy. Like, it is. How is it like, are, are we trying to like build a core here?
0: You know what's terrible, and if you think about it, and it's scary if you're a Jet fan, is that we've seen these people leave the Jets and do better somewhere else. And one in particular right now is Sam Darnold. This is this is inside the team. This has nothing to do with players. This is coaching and infrastructure. This goes all the way to the Johnsons and the, and the GM position with Joe Douglas, who's done absolutely nothing.
1: Here's Elijah Moore's numbers here. So he has eight receptions for 66 yards, which, you know, isn't like eight receptions in, in three games. So is he even getting targeted? I doubt it. He's averaging 8.3 yards a catch, which is okay. You're close. You're close to getting a first down, <laughs> but <laughs> It, this is this a guy that you're that you're relying on i like really
0: i told you Pavena, what did i tell you when during free agency that this team needed to do way more than it did it didn't do enough. his I longest reception with davis being a number one receiver
1: his, his longest reception this year has been for 27 yards <laughs> <laughs> he had my he had he had minus three yards in that in, in that week one game against the panthers like I just the game against the Patriots that they lost, he did have he did have four catches for forty seven yards. And then last game he had three catches for twenty two. So he's like a Sterling, he he he's like a um some Sterling Shepard, except Sterling Shepard's been in the league longer. He's I'd rather much take
0: Sterling Shepard at this point. P-
1: pretty much, although he's hurt. Yeah. Um, I just don't get it. Where are the playmakers on this team? You can't expect this quarterback to really like flourish as an NFL quarterback without playmakers. Like I want to see Corey Davis's numbers too, because it's obvious that he's been he hasn't really stepped up big.
0: No. He had two touchdowns in week one. He had a great week he's one. Had,
1: he's had he he's had twelve receptions for 146 yards he's averaging 12.2 yards a catch again like it's good but it's not playmaker man like and he scored two touchdowns his his longest reception was for 35 yards which is good but again Corey Davis Corey Davis is not a number one no no and Corey Davis on like Corey Davis on like the Ravens is like is like number three. Somebody that you could like do like a go route for, or like or like slant through the middle.
0: But this is the Some. Jets meet settling for mediocrity. Let's get the, the let's get this receiver that we think could be a number one, even though he's not.
1: Do you think it's just Joe Douglas being cheap? Well, it, it it's hard yeah, to be. It's 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 you know what you really can't be cheap in the NFL because because there's a hard cap.
0: There is, and, and they did overpay him. They paid him a, a lot of money.
1: Oh, Ashton Davis, where's <laughs> he? Talk about like the definition of like a wasted pick. This guy wow. is.
0: Uh, I heard he's activated because of Marcus May's injury.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's a safety and a and a um return specialist. Don't see much like, don't see many returns from him that are honestly special. The guy gets stopped on like the twelve. Yeah. When when do you ever see a run back by the Jets? Oh, when I forget who was it that you that they used to return punts. He liked Andre Roberts. Andre Roberts, and then he signed with the Bills. Yeah, Andre Roberts. He another another
0: punks. fumble by this Jets organization. Yeah, uh, no. letting him
1: walk. Andre Roberts. He was good. He was. Oh boy! So, the Jets play play the Titans today. Do you think they'll? If the spread is six points, then that means that they're really banking on those two receivers being out for Tennessee. And then, like, the but, but the the Jets have to score.
0: Yeah, they can't.
1: That's the problem. They can't score.
0: And I don't see them winning this game.
1: The Jets have to score. They don't see
0: them winning this game.
1: Oh, my God. So I guess, yeah. So Julio, I guess, is out. I didn't even know that. Wow there's a lot of injuries dude yep um you hear that um uh, gronkowski like broke his ribs he's out I for like he, he's he's gonna be out for for a couple of weeks for tampa um antonio brown got got um uh cleared he got from cleared. the from 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 the covid from the covid list so he's back in there um I want to see the spread for the, for really like the like the headlining game of the night, Tampa Bay versus New England. Tom Brady returning to Foxborough, first time since he left. I just want to see the spread of that game. You think he
0: gets booze or he gets praise? Because I think there's going to be.
1: I think he'll get praise. There's no re- like Tom never, Tom never never, he never spiked the fans. What Tom Brady did had nothing to do with the fans. Tom
0: Belichick and the organization,
1: the, the, the organization screwed over Tom so many times, you know, like, and this was going on for years. You know, Tom was begging Bill to get him receivers. He was begging Bill to do this. Like Bill fired like the, um I forget his, I forget what Alex Guerrero's p- position was. On the pads, I I I forget what he was, but he but he was a very important figure in the organization to Tom, and they and they and they got rid of Alex Guerrero, and Tom was was not happy with that. Like there was just so much like clashing going on between the two that you know you knew that that last game against the Titans and and, and then that playoff game was it. And he was, him and his wife were, were looking for houses, dude. They put, they, they put their house up on the market, and they were gone. And he goes to Tampa. See ya. <laughs> so the Buccaneers are seven-point favorites against the Patriots, which makes sense, again, because, yeah, Gronk's out. JPP is questionable. But the Patriots have all these injuries. Oh, my goodness. James White out for the year. Now, could you imagine if James White was hurt like that when, like, the Patriots were, were at their like best? Like, I don't know if that would have been crippling, but it definitely would have hurt. It James White was a cog. He is a cog in that backfield. But yeah, the, the 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 Patriots have have a ton of players questionable. A ton of players questionable. Trent Brown, Nick Falk. Kyle Van Noy, Isaiah Wynn, JC Jackson, the corner, but the, the, the cornerback. They've got a lot. So hey, you know what? If you're a betting person, put down money to say that the that the um paid to, that that the Bucks are gonna be getting the seven points, you could win big.
0: I think Tom or, Brady or, wants that game.
1: Or bigger if you bet that the Patriots are going to be getting the seven points. But we'll have to wait and see, dude.
0: Brady wants that game. I'm telling you right now.
1: Oh, and also another big cat, another big um, factor in this game, too. Uh, Brady is 68 yards, passing yards away from becoming the all time passing leader in NFL history. He is just below Drew Brees. And, dude, <laughs> 68 yards. You can get that in, like, one pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can get, like, so it's most likely going to happen unless, a, a, a unless, God forbid, a catastrophic injury happens to Tom on the field where, where he's done for the year. You know, God forbid, knock on wood. So, yeah, so it would be very poetic for him to get that record on his former home field and really – solidifying himself as the greatest of all time because if he gets this record he would have this record the passing arch record he would have the wins record he would have the all-time touchdown passes record and he would have all the postseason records and all the super bowls and the super bowl mvps and he's a i think he has I i think he has three mvps two or three i think he would just be, it would be Sandstone, the greatest to ever do it. Accomplishments like that, that I don't even know if Mahomes will even get. I don't even know. Is Mahomes getting seven rings? It's hard to win like that in this league, man. I'll it's tell you really what, if, if, if
0: the offensive line wasn't injured last year in the Super Bowl for him and if they won that game, he could very well be on a hot streak, but. It's hard to get back once you lose.
1: It is. It is, man. Just ask the Jets. You thought that you were going to be back. Yeah. All those years ago, but that wasn't the Super Bowl or any sport fan. Like those postseason runs, man, you've got to really take them seriously because you have no idea what's going to happen the, the year after. No, no. No idea. You know, when the Giants won, Super Bowl Forty Two in two thousand seven. You know that the year after that, they were better than the team that won the title the year before. They were twelve and four. The Giants, number one seed in the NFC, man, like they had home field throughout the whole playoffs. And of course, you get of course you, you get the first round by. And then they play the Eagles at home at, at Giant Stadium, and then they get beat. They, they lost they lost to the Eagles, and then after that, it didn't get better until 2011, where they won Super Bowl 46. And then it did not get any bit better after it that. Collapsed Even after that. It collapsed. So take those postseason runs, dude. Like as if they're like fine as as if it's like fine jewelry.
0: And you know what I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna say, right? I'm gonna take this last postseason Knicks that we had last year against the Atlanta Hawks. I'll take that as some jewelry.
1: <laughs> exactly, man. Because like,
0: I don't know if they're coming back this year. We don't know.
1: The team got better, but again, you have no idea.
0: We think they got better. That's the thing. Then someone goes down in an injury, and all of a sudden, season's done.
1: But so that's mostly from the NFL I didn't want to run through these games because it's like we're only really focused on the uh, Jets and Giants and you know the Bucks and the Patriots is probably is the biggest game of this week mm-hmm. so but speaking of basketball since so you brought up the Knicks tonight or I think it's this afternoon on NBA TV NBA preseason starts with one game
0: is it the Nets
1: the Nets and the Lakers in Los Angeles, but don't worry. Don't get, don't get the people don't get really excited because the big stars are not playing KD James Harden, Kyrie. And I think Kyrie can play in California, but yeah, KD Harden, Blake Griffin, like the, the starters, Joe Harris, they're Mm. not playing. Um, LeBron's not playing. I don't think, I don't think Melo's playing. I think AD's going to play. I believe all, I think LaMarcus Aldridge is going to play too. So hopefully we get to see, I, I, I want to see some Cam Thomas. I want to see some, um, who's the other kid? Ugh. Who's the other one?
0: The one that you, did you just draft him, or you picked them up like from a free agency?
1: Um, The draft.
0: It was a draft, okay.
1: Oh, um, uh, come on, man. Oh, um, uh, Dayron Sharp. I want, I want okay. to see some Dayron Sharp because you know that's gonna be the that's gonna be the future, man. I want to see how this kid Cam plays. You know, he was the best scorer in summer league. Like, I want to carry over. Like, I know that the Nets don't really need scoring, but. I want to have guys on the bench that could come up and carry on, and not go through these lulls, and you know have and have the other team go on like a freaking fifteen, a freaking fifteen zero run. I don't want that. I want guys on the B team to, to 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 match scoring. And next season, I heard that Harden is going to be the one leading the B team pretty much when KD and Kyrie are on the bench. So, but Harden's starting. But whenever it's like the B team out there, you know, James is going to be the one out there leading the charge. What about but the situation want...
0: with Kyrie and not wanting to get vaccinated?
1: You want my opinion on that? I think I think it's ludicrous what Kyrie is putting himself through. It never seems to end with him. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think that Kyrie will just get the shot. Cause I think KD will just sit him down and go, Hey, like cut the nonsense. Like, please. Plus I think the NDA putting, you know, uh, the players paychecks on hold for, you know, the, the home games that they'll be missing. Like that includes Andrew Wiggins, you know, like it's mostly Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving because Jonathan Isaac plays in Orlando, where you could freaking walk anywhere you want with no mask and no vaccine. It's free for all. So for guys like Wiggins and Kyrie, if you don't play your home games, you're not gonna get paid. That's huge leverage for Brooklyn because now Kyrie is kind of back into a corner where it's like, uh, oh, well, I have my beliefs, but I also want to get paid. We well, you can't have both, you know? No. So I'm hoping that KD gets to him because he is his very good friend.
0: He is. But if I'm the Nets man, I would trade his his ass out of here. This guy is, though, he's such a he's such a cancer in the locker room.
1: I wouldn't try.
0: (laughs) This antics do you have to trading him his last
1: resort. Here's why. Trading him his last resort. You will not win a championship without Kyrie Irving. It's not going to happen, really? You think, yeah, oh. Brooklyn doesn't have Brooklyn doesn't have you' do because Brooklyn doesn't have like see, Brooklyn is set up for three for, for three superstars. That's how they're set up. They're not set up for two. Now, because, mind you, Katie is still like, and this is still an injury-prone player. James Harden nearly blew out his hamstring last postseason. If one of those guys goes down, you're you're cooked. You're cooked. You need Kyrie Irving on your roster. You need to have. You need to have layers of security around the fact that these guys get hurt. You need to have stars on the court, man. This is not, this is a team that needs to get to the NBA finals. you got to talk to Kyrie. you got to get him that shot. You can't like, you can't just give up. You, you can't give up on a player like that. You can't, he's too talented. He's too vital to, to what, to, to what they do. And not to mention the fact that the Lakers just have too much talent yeah. on their team, old talent, but still talent, you know? So, so that's tonight NBA preseason. And then we go on from there. Um Soon it'll be Nets Bucks opening night in Milwaukee. Kyrie can, can play in that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, he can.
1: So hopefully by that time we get some clarity on this. Mm-hmm. Hoping. Pray to God, please. Like they, they, oh boy, talk about like, you know, bringing in Patty Mills, bringing in Paul Millsap, and bringing back Blake Griffin getting rid of deandre jordan's bum ass like
0: you were happy about that
1: oh yeah get him out i didn't play no so that's all i gotta say man i'm spent that's it <laughs> yeah i'm spent like so are you ready to do the socials
0: yeah we could do the socials you could follow you know you go first you always go first all
1: right oh yeah so um my Instagram is at T A N O O C H nine Six. Once again, at T A N O O C H nine Six.
0: You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Royal Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M A X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M A X. You can check out all of our episodes on all podcasting platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. If you follow a podcasting platform, we are there. We're also on IHeart Radio. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max for all of our previous episodes, as well as my websites, com and maxcoglin.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com and dot com, And yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll be back next week, either Saturday or Sunday. Yep. October is upon us, so everyone go out there and get into I mean, the Halloween spirit.
1: Halloween spirit. Watch the movies on television. Tune in. To sports and hip hop with DJ Mad Max because it is one of his special months. He already has one interview on the docket. So get ready for more. He's definitely have a lot. He has a lot up his sleeve. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Yeah. So wear a mask, please, if you need to. And please get vaccinated. Stay safe. Have a great rest of your day. So long.
0: So long.